Alright, so how many of you are enjoying Bible study? How many think that Bible study is something you should do, you should now do more often? And I'm saying that if you do Bible study once a month, it means that in a year you'd have done 12. And that would be very good. That would be very good. You would have learned, um, you would have studied the Bible very, you know, very closely. You know, and I don't know, I was talking to somebody who, yeah, I think it was, it was Edward I was talking to. You feel like a superman when you, when you study your Bible and you know more things. Do you see? Yes. And, and now you will also more, more willingly be, be, you'll be more willing to share with the people around you Scripture. Because now you understand it. And you can talk about what you understand. Amen. Right, so we are going to go to topical. Okay, so we've understood that microscopic Bible study has to do with verses or passages. You take a passage, you take a verse, and then you just try and find out the way. Now, I was telling some guys I was with when we were going out that we haven't even done, I haven't, I haven't even gone into the Greek words. <laughs> you get it? Because this is just like one dimension. The English, word, the English meanings of the words is one side. That, that, gives, you, that gives you a certain insight. But if I start to go, but maybe we should do, we should do it. <laughs> How many want us to do it? Okay, so I have the Greek words. So we're going to go into the Greek words. Okay. And then, well, I'm not going to talk plenty. I'll just tell you. what When I tell the meaning of the word, we'll put the meaning into the verse again. In addition to the English meaning. And then let's see how, how much bigger that verse becomes. So, um, what the first word is true. I mean, Finally, and brethren, we have agreed. True. Well, there's not, there's not much here, so it's the same thing. So, truth in, in the Greek, the word is alethis. And alethis means to, it means true, or it means something which is not hidden. Okay, so when you say whatsoever is true, another dimension of the meaning. The English says that it is, it is, in agreement with, you get it, or is um, is what what another word? To be true is to be in agreement with, or in accordance with. But the meaning, the Greek word used there, which is alithis, one of the meanings of alithis is is truth, which is something which is not which is not being hidden. So anything which is revealed, that's truth. That also makes you t- think about the verse in a certain different way. Okay, the next word there is honest. And the Greek word for honest here is semnos. Semnos means venerable. And the word venerable is usually, well, let me, che- let me check the dictionary. Uh, my dictionary has issues. I don't know when I search, it brings me French, French meanings. I can't find English meaning. No way. I. Um. I'm looking for the meaning of the English meaning of um, um, the the meaning of the English word venerable. Where is my dictionary? Oh, I don't have a dictionary here. Who has a dictionary on their phone or something? Mm. You have a dictionary, like a real dictionary. Venerable. V e n e r a b l e. V e n e r a b l e. Yeah. 
Yeah. To honorable. So another meaning of the word. So actually, see. So let me explain something to you. Well, let me. Let me. What's the problem? Let me explain something to you, which is very important if you're going to be a Bible student. Um. It, it will be very good to have more than one translation. Um, if you have two, it's, it's better than one. If you have more than two, it's best. Now, now like I, I will say, the King James Version is the authorized trans- translation, English translation of the Bible. I think, I don't know whether it was the first translation, first English translation. And we, it's called the, some people call it authorized by because that translation was authorized by King James. I think it was an English king who called people and said, translate the Bible into English so that everybody can read it. Okay, and that was 1661 or something like that. 1661, like a long time ago. So the language, the English they spoke at that time is what, what was used to write the Bible. Okay, now one of the, one of the problems with English translations is that sometimes English words... Um, English does not have, English has only one word for different meanings of, of a word. So when the, when the guys are translating, when they were translating the, the, and you know, you have to understand that these, these English translations, King James, for example, particularly, I, I should say, was translated from the original um, languages. So like the New Testament will be Greek, and then the Old Testament will be Hebrew and Aramaic. Now, because the English language is limited, Sometimes when they get to a point where the Greek language has more than one word for the same thing, the English language has only one. So I'll give an example. One of the, one of the words I have studied very, very... David, are you sleeping? One of the words I have studied, I have taken my time to study well, is the word no. No. In the New Testament. And it's one of my, one of my favorite um, studies. Like, I like no. You, you see that... So in the so in the Greek, they have about five different words for to know to know something. Okay, and they seem and in the Greek it seems as if the word know and the different meanings of the different Greek versions are in levels. Like you you like go from here to here to here. Am I making sense? Is it making sense to you? Okay, so the fir- so at the first level of knowledge. When somebody is knowing something, the word the Greek people use in the New Testament is is ginosko. It's ginosko. And ginosko is like when you know, you know. I mean that's like the lowest level of I know you I know you say something I know, you know. But there's another there's another word which is Ido. E I D O. And Ido is a very high high level of knowledge because Ido talks about a relationship between a relationship between the one, <laughs> the relationship between the thing which is known and the knower. You don't understand what I'm saying. Okay, it is experiential knowledge. It is like it is not that you know something in your head. Like I told you. So if I say my name is William, now you know it. That's in your head. That's Ginosko. That's like that's like level, low a low level of knowledge. You know something. It's information I've given to you. You know it because I've told you. Are you with me? But when we go to Ido, okay, Ido is that, is that you, know, you know me because you and I have worked together for a long time. Such that there's a relationship between what is known, which is me, 
and the Noah. Uh, that doesn't make sense to you. So the first level of knowledge, which is Ginosko, he knows something about me. He, I've mentioned my name, he knows it. That, he cannot say, he can say he knows me, but that's at a certain level. Doesn't make sense to you. But now when we get to the level of idol, he, he now has a relationship with what he's... So the Noah has a relationship with what is being known. Charlie, and I, I tell you something, when you, read the, when you read the verse with idol in it, and you bring the thing into it, and you, you just want to scream. I tell you. So that's how the Greek also works. But when the guys were translating it into English, there's no, there's no, there's only one word for no. So when they reach everywhere, they know that, that, that I mean no. You, you can have one verse where there are three no's in it. Each of them is a different Greek word, but in the English, it's just no. That's why it is good to have more than one Bible, because what happens is that um, some of the modern translations, and and another thing, let me say this: the, m- many of the modern translations do not translate from the King James. They go back and translate from the original manuscripts. And so where the King James missed the meaning, sometimes maybe contextual or something, then some of the modern translations go back and they find it. So one translation which, is, which works very well in, in terms of like covering up for King James is the New American Standard Bible. The language seems similar, but sometimes King James uses the wrong word. And an American Standard Bible puts the correct word in there. So it gives you a better, a clearer understanding of what really the Greek wanted to say. Am I confusing you with the Greek and, the, and whatever? I'm teaching you something very important. It, look, I, I'm saying that that changes how you see a particular scripture totally. When you just, you just, to bring, just start to bring in the Greek, the whole thing just changes. What have you done? That sound is nice. it's working nicely. I'm ha- very happy with what I'm hearing. When I'm hearing myself, I'm, I'm happy. It's nice. Are you here? So that's what we are doing, okay. Don't be bored, I beg you. So, honest is, the word used there is semnos, and semnos is to be honorable. When you say something is honorable, it means what? It means it deserves to be honest. It's, it's, a good, it's so good that we, we can honor So you see, while the, while the King James guys are, are the word semnos, hmm, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's fantastic. That's the question you ask yourself. How did the, trans, the, the guys translate semnos to be honest? Because the word should have been whatsoever things are honorable, not honest. Can you understand what I'm saying? Or that's what I'm saying. So by doing that, they made a mistake. They've changed the meaning of the of that particular part of the of the verse by saying whatsoever things are honest. But what what they should have said was whatsoever things are honorable. Whatsoever things deserve honor. Am I am I saying something bad? You are look all okay, you're you are tired. You have prayed and you are still feeling sleepy. Don't you bo- <laughs> Don't that to me. When I came, you're praying. I'm very, very encouraged that you are weak. Amen. Okay, just. Oh, the word of just. Just is dikaios. D-I-K-A-I-O-S. Dikaios. And dikaios means to be, it means to be equitable in character or act. Which is what we translated. It means that you are, you are, you give everybody his share. Pepepe. When you share, you share it according to what everybody should get. So that's, that is, that is Okay. Um, it also means to be innocent. It also means to be faultless, to be guiltless. It also means, or well, it is also used of him whose way of thinking, feeling, and acting is wholly conformed to the will of God, and who therefore needs no rectification in the heart or life. One word, and the word is what, the chaos. So when we describe, when we say somebody is the chaos, and the word is just, when you say this guy is the chaos. 
the meaning of it is that that person, his way of thinking and feeling and acting is wholly conformed to the will of God. And who therefore needs no, recti- rectific- no, no need to rectify. No rectification in the heart or life. It means that this person, the way he is, you, can't, you, don't, you don't need to correct him. Everything he does is correct. That's a, that's a just person. According to this Greek word, dikaios. Do you see the meaning is becoming more? Um, am I confusing you? Yeah. So, so what's, what's whatever, so what it says, whatsoever things are just, your, your, that way of thinking, you know, it should be a way of thinking that does not need correction. Like, there is nothing wrong with it that has to be corrected. It's just correct. You cor- you're correct. Your thinking is correct. That, and don't tell me that it is impossible. It is possible. This is how God wants us to live as Christians. Are you with me? Wow. How many like the Greek? The words are even nice. When, if you, when you go somewhere and say, you still don't get a Greek, the chaos. When I was in Tamale, in my white church, you know, hey, Charlie, I used to do it to them. I was, I, it was just so nice. There's no Sunday I don't come to church and say Greek or Hebrew. Why? I mean, I think I have a strong concordance at home with the dictionary in it. So when I'm coming, one simple verse, but when I come, when I knock the Greek and the Hebrew to them, they say, very business. <laughs> Makes it sound like a scholar. Yes. And, and see, I'm not, I'm telling you, so you, you two can begin to do that. Are you with me? Yeah. So spend some money, save some money, and buy a proper Bible, buy a proper dictionary. Don't spend your money on frivolous things. I will be. I will. And, and one of the things I also want to encourage you guys is that these days in our church, we hear too much of, we don't have money, I don't have money. I said something. There are two things I can tell you. Number one. There are things that you are saying with your mouth. Okay. They are confessions. And and words are spiritual things. Words are spiritual things by nature. What I'm saying doesn't make sense to you. So just pay attention. Words are spiritual things by nature. The Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the, the face of the deep. Of, and, God, and the Spirit of God moved upon the surface of the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. Now, the thing is that the reason why light came is because words themselves are spirits. Like, words are spirits. They are spiritual. And so when you speak words, the, the words, the words have in them the nature to come to, a nature to, come to pass. Huh, I, I don't know what I... Are, are you with me? The, the words themselves have in them the power to come to pass. You get it? Okay. Now... Whether they come to pass or not is, is also the, the faith that the person has. Now, what, one, one thing that is very, very, very sad is that we have more faith when we speak negativity than when we speak something positive. When we are saying something positive, we have to force to believe it. But when we are saying negative things, we already believe it. Well, is it making sense? And so, and so what's happening is that the Bible says that through faith we understand that the world were framed by the word of God. The same way too. Your world is being framed every time by every word you have spoken which has had faith back in it. Whether negative faith or positive faith. So you are becoming what you keep saying all the time. And a lot of people say, I don't have money. I don't. Well, I'm not saying, well, so wait, what if it is the reality? What should I say? I don't know. What should I, what should I say? 
The Bible says, let the weak say I am strong. Do you think God is a fool? Why, why would he say, the guy is weak? You are saying, you should say I am strong. That is, that, is how, that is the attitude that God expects a Christian, a child, a, 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 born, a child, a person born, or a child born of God is supposed, this is, this is how your attitude should be. You are weak. You see, the thing is that what you already are, we know, no need to announce it. You are weak. We already know. Don't say that one again. We don't need to know it again. So it says, let the weak say, I am strong. And let the poor say what? I am rich. So why do you keep saying that I am poor? Say I am rich. Say I am rich. I'll tell something that happens. At the beginning, don't believe it. But faith comes by hearing. So what comes out of your mouth goes back into your ear. You are building faith. I am rich. I am rich. I am rich. Ima? Is it Ima? Ima no? You are feeling sleepy. Stand at the back small, okay? Okay? Eh? Stand at the back here small. You guys, you are some way, oh. You are not Christians. You are not just. <laughs> oh, what shall I say? <laughs> Am I talking too much? That's one. You say, I, am, I don't have money. I don't have money. I don't have money. As you say it, you are, you, are, you are entrenching it. You are establishing it. So what happens is that you will not have money. Two years from now, you still, be, you still belong to the class of people who don't have money. That's one. Two. The Bible says that to him that hath shall more be given. And to him that hath not, even what he has will be taken away from him. Is that not it? So the more you keep saying, I don't have, I don't have. Because I don't have is not a place you want to be. Because what happens to I don't have people is that even what they have, you take away from them. What will happen to them? Your state becomes worse than before. <laughs> I didn't, every time I said to use Bible, is that not it? I've said scripture to you consistently. Every time I've said the scripture. So what should you say? Say, I am rich. That's what the Bible says you say. I'm rich. And they go and buy a Bible. I don't have money. Don't say I don't have money. I will, I will, I will, I will, I will save. I will, do, I will do my best. I will try. You, it has to be important, important enough for you to work towards it. Oh, I'm saying something now that is, of course. How many of you understand what I'm saying? I'm saying that if you're going to be a proper student of the Bible, you need to have more than one Bible translation. I would say two. If you get three, it's good. You are on your way to becoming a scholar. But one Bible translation will not help you. It will not. It won't be enough. It won't be. And not there, there is not. There is no one Bible translation that is enough. I have translations. And if I take my iPad on, I have. I have. Sometimes even some 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 unassuming translations can become very powerful. When you are, when you, some verses they just come alive in some translations. I have King James, I have American Standard Version, King James Version, New American Standard Bible, Amplified Bible, Thompson Chain Reference Bible, Living Bible, Contemporary English Version, New Living Translation, The Message Bible, Young Literal Translation of the Holy Bible, and then I have Eastern's, okay, that's a Bible dictionary. I have Common English Bible, New King James Version. Uh, ESV, which is English Standard Version. I have Rotterdam 
emphasized Bible. I have New International Version. I have Bible in Basic English. I have International Standard Version of the Bible. And then I have Spirit-filled, Spirit-filled Bible. Yes, so, so many. Do you think that if me and you are reading the same scripture, I will see it the same way? No, 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 no. Because when I read it and I don't, I don't see it clearly, I'll check it in the Amplified. You'll see that the beast it has come. And I'll check it in the message. Different. If you like, we can read the Philippians 4 in all my Bibles, all my translations. You'll see how it sounds like. You'll be amazed what you will hear. Should we start? Okay, Philippians 4 8. To be nice, KK. So we'll start from. So King James, we know what King James says already. Is that not it? So we'll start from um, the first one, American Standard Version. It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honorable, the real word is here in American Standard. Where King James made a mistake, these people wrote the correct word. Whatsoever things are honorable, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good um, report. If there, is, there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. So the only difference in the American Standard, this, so in the American Standard Version, and the King James is just that unless they change for honorable, that makes a lot of difference. But that's the difference. Alright, we're going to Amplified, Amplified Bible. Amplified Bible says, For the rest, where it says finally, it says, For the rest, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence, and is honorable and seemly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, Whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there is any virtue and excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think on and weigh and take account of these things. Fix your mind on them. <laughs> but I think I finished with Amplified. You're okay. Okay. I know why it's called Amplified Bible. What the Amplified Bible does is that when it takes the word, it looks for the Greek. So all the Greek words, all the meanings of the Greek word that is there, it will fix them all inside into one sentence. You see? So if the Greek word that is there has three meanings in the English, it will, let's say it has five meanings, it will take the three meanings that are in context and fix them inside. So that it expands, it's amplifying the word. So it, it takes one word and amplifies it. So it's, it's bigger. Fantastic. If you want to buy a, a second Bible, in addition to your Bibles, buy Amplified. It's good. You'll be very happy to be reading it. Okay. Next Bible. Uh, New American Standard Bible. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, you have all you have all of that. Okay, fantastic. Worthy of praise. Where am I? If there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. And by saying dwell instead of think, he has also changed the meaning of the thing. Because to think about something is one thing to think about something. You can think about it casually and go. But when you say dwell, it means stay on it. Let your mind stay on it. That's different. That's that makes the whole thing different. How many understand what is going on right now? How many, by just having three, three or four Bibles we have just read, is changing. Where are we now? Living Bible. I don't think you have that one. That's one there, you know. <laughs> this Portuguese. 
And now, brothers, as I close this letter, let me say this one more thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and good and right. Think about things that are pure and lovely. And dwell on the fine good things in others. Think about all you can all you can praise God for and be glad about. It's like I've not heard this song, song before. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Contemporary English version. CEV. Finally, my friends, keep your minds on whatever is true, pure, right, holy, friendly, and proper. Don't ever stop thinking about what is truly worthwhile and worthy of praise. Are you, are you following what's going on? Don't ever stop. Don't ever stop. Yes. Where are we now? New Living Translation. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Uh, that you should have it all. And else it should be there. Yeah. One final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Okay. I don't know, it's not nice. The like, Bible is nice for you to read now if you're hearing all these things. Fantastic. Message. The Message Bible. Summing it all up, friends, I'll say you do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true. Noble, reputable, authentic, authentic, <laughs> compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to guess. I mean, if, if you have five times in the morning and you just only one verse, come and only one verse, we have been on one verse. I thought that would be nice, even I mean, look at this. Look at this, look at this, this translation. The, look, look, the best, not the worst. It's like, when you are thinking about things, think about the best, not the worst. The beautiful, not the ugly. Things to praise, not things to curse. Ah! You clap your hands, it's a very nice thing to clap your hands. It's too nice. Now, one of my favorite, one of my favorite um, translations, it's not a very common translation, but it's, but it's one of my favorite translations. It's called the Young's Literal, YLT. And the reason I like YLT is because what YLT does is that it translates the original language literally, like word for word. Now, sometimes word for word is, imp- is good because word for word gives you a certain clearer meaning of what is being said. I- even in our Ghanaian language, if I translate something word for word and you, trans- and you try and translate it properly, the proper one may not sound as good as the word for word. That doesn't make sense to you. So that sometimes I like to read a verse in Young's literal to see the word for word translation. So this is how he, he says it. So he says, As to the rest, brethren, as many things as are true, as many as are grave. See, where, the other one said what? What, what is the, what is King James saying? True. Honest, he says grave. As many as are righteous, as many as are pure, as many as are lovely, as many as are of good report, if any worthiness and if any praise, 
these things think upon. So this is just translating word for word, word like that uh-huh, to give you a meaning. Am I finished? Do I have more? Uh, I have Common English Bible. CEB. From now on, brothers and sisters, if anything is excellent and if anything is admirable, focus your thoughts on these things. All that is true, all that is holy, all that is just, all that is pure, all that is lovely, and all that is worthy of praise. Okay. And then let me see, maybe the last. Do I have a last? Oh, okay. I have more. New King James. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are loved, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. New King James. Rotterham, Rotterham's emphasized Bible. For the rest, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are dignifi- dignified, <laughs> whatsoever things are righteous, whatsoever things are chaste, instead of pure, it says chaste. You know chaste? Yeah, it's like it's, it has a meaning of like a virgin. Uh-huh. Whatsoever things are chaste. That's what you should keep in your head. Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if any praise, the, the same be taken into account. The same be taken into account. Where are we now? Have I read English Standard Version, ESV? Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is loved, whatever is commendable, if they there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. King James is standing, standing alone by saying the second word is honest. I don't know why. Why do you say that? Man. NIV, International Version. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Um, where are we? Bible in basic English. For the rest, my brothers, whatever things are true, whatever things are, whatever things have honor, whatever things are upright, whatever things are holy, whatever things are beautiful, whatever things are of value. Wow. If there is any virtue and if there is any praise, give thought to these things. International Standard Version. Last one. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is fair, whatever is pure, whatever is acceptable, whatever is commendable, if there is anything of excellence and if there is anything praiseworthy, keep thinking about these things. I think the winner is, um, is who? Is it Amplified or Message? Amplified is the winner in this particular case. No? Message, after, after Amplified, Message is the, is the next. Summing it all up. Yeah. How many of you are enjoying reading the Bible? Just one, just reading the Bible. It's just so, so nice. You can read it over and over and over and over again. So nice. You get it. But I'm saying that, how do you get this? It, it comes by spending money to buy another Bible besides what you have. Does it make sense to you? And you say, I don't have money, I don't have money. But I don't, I don't know. I, I think that it's not, a good, it's not a good confession to make in the first place. You know, and then also, 
you 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 are not telling the truth because everybody gets money somehow. You know, it's just a matter of planning for it if it is that important to you. How many of you can say that if you had one extra Bible, maybe one amplified or one message Bible, in addition to your Bible, your Bible Bible review will be different. You will happy be happy. Yes. How many of you would start to spend money towards it? If you go to Challenge Bookshop, they have all these Bibles there. They have all these Bibles there. If you have a, a tablet or a phone, you can use the app I was showing you. That app gives you a lot of um, free Bibles. I think including these ones. Some of these ones, the ones they don't give you for free, they don't sell. They just, you just can't download it. But every time you need to read it, you need internet connection. Then you, you can read it. And all of these are available in UV, the view version of the Bible. Yes. If you don't have a tablet or a phone, lift your hand up. We, let me pray for you because it's, it's a good thing. You see, let me let, put your, let me show you. Let me show you something. Bishop Dark says that the, the reason why Bishop Dark prays for people, I hear, to have phones and tablets and things like that is because it it, it like we are discussing, it will enhance it will it will enhance your worshiping of God. Are you with me? The only person who doesn't want you to have it is the devil, because by by so doing, he can keep you uninterested in your Bible. It's not nice for you to read only one chance. So you don't want it. Yeah, are you with me? So lift your hand up. God wants to give you a phone. And, a tab- and when God gives it to you, come and give a testimony that you came to this camp and you received a phone or a tablet. Yes. And, and listen. It, it's according to your faith. Are you with me? Yeah, me. Me, I have always only liked iPads. I don't like Android tablets. Only iPads. So those who want iPads, lift your hand up. Those who want Android tablets to use your hand is up. So as I'm praying, you're receiving according to your faith what you like. So Father, I, I'm praying for everybody who is here, whose hand is up. Oh, we're praying, oh, we're praying, you're talking, but we're praying. Everybody whose hand is up, Lord, we are your children. These are your children. Look at our hands lifted up and put into every hand an iPad, a tablet, a smartphone. Even for some people, give them Bibles, amplified Bible, message Bible, in the name of Jesus. We come against any spirit that wants to block our attempt to study the Bible. Lord, we pray that you will open doors and open windows. Send somebody to bring us that iPad and that tablet and that smartphone. Even that Amplified Bible that we are dreaming about. In Jesus' name. Amen. Look, it will happen to you practically. Believe it. You know, you know, are you guys here? You see, one day I went to Accra. When I was coming back, somebody stole my whole bag with my, my iPad and my, and my laptop. And that laptop was quite expensive. I mean, if I was going to replace it, it would like cost me like 2,500 CDs to, to replace the laptop. <laughs> Do you understand it? But you know, you know something? You see, when you come to church and you hear prayers being prayed, you have to believe them. I, I mean... The prayer is, the prayer's power is not in how much the person was shouting when he was praying. It is, the power of the prayer is in, is in the, how much faith you have 
I with me. So when I when I came, I entered, I was outside the bus. I went to do something outside the bus. I came into the bus, and then my seat, the bag was supposed to be on my seat, and the bag was not there. I looked round, round, round. I couldn't find the bag. The bag. And I heard people talking about it. So nowadays, people come into the buses and steal bags. So what the bus was supposed to do? I sat down on the seat, and the bus drove from Kumasi, from Accra to Kumasi. I went to Accra with the bag. I came back without the bag. Are you with me? Yes. But I don't know. But I think that I think the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit must have been talking to my spirit when I was there because I didn't feel, I didn't panic, I wasn't angry, I wasn't crying. Somebody asked me why would you cry? Cry what? Cry tears because of my bag. And I wasn't crying. I just sat down quiet. I wasn't even, I wasn't anything. I wasn't anything. I mean, when I tell someone, somebody says, no, this blessing we must pray and get ring curses on them. I, I don't need it. I don't. There's no need for that. You get it? I, I with me. I got a new. I got a new laptop the same day I lost it. Yeah, wait, I'm coming. Let me just. Know. I didn't get it physically that day, but I got a new one that same day. In fact, I got that. I got a new one some minutes after I lost the the one in my bag. Yeah, because I was talking to somebody. I just sent a message, text message. I've just lost my my backpack with my my MacBook and my iPad. Then she said, "Oh, that's that's um." That's bad. That's sorry. I'll get back to you. Then after a few minutes, he gave us one and said, "I'm going to buy you a new. We're going to buy you a new, a new MacBook. That's all." And the one I have is more expensive than the one I lost. Wow. Yes, the one I, the one I have now, I bought it for one thousand four hundred dollars. One thousand four hundred dollars. If you multiply by four, even how much is that? So we're going somewhere around six thousand. What I lost cost two thousand five, and I have a, I have a six thousand one. I got it. I got a new one that same day. I lost the old one. It's not fantastic. Yes. God is... You see, only you, something is hard for you. But an iPad is not hard for God to give to you. God will give you an iPad. God will give you a tablet. Yes. But for some of you, you need a paper amplified Bible. You too, God is bringing you an amplified Bible. Or oh, oh, that one is not good. It's, that one is not so good. It's the best. Eh? Every Bible will be Bible. <laughs> Hallelujah. How many of you have enjoyed it's eleven o'clock? How many of you have enjoyed Philippians four eight? You've never seen the verse like this before till today. So I'm gonna just introduce to you topical Bible um topical Bible study, how we do it, and then we'll go to bed. Okay, and then um tomorrow tomorrow morning are you here? Tomorrow morning when you come, you have quiet time. Remember what the things I talked about quiet time? And have to have a proper quiet time. Don't come and do what you have been doing in the past. I learned that if you build an, an ark, people can stay in it. And then it's, uh, it's when the floods come, <laughs> they'll be safe. Uh, is that what I've been doing? <laughs> you get it. So don't don't not that kind of. Uh, I I've already taught you what to do this morning. Remember, I was uh, this afternoon. I was showing you how to do it. One of the, I said that one of the reasons why you're quiet and when you are sharing doesn't sound powerful is because you skip the step of meditation. That part, you don't do it. And you don't do it, or you don't do it well. But the Holy Spirit speaks with you when you're thinking about it. A lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of Holy Spirit talking to us happens during the time of thinking. I, I heard somebody, somebody told me that Bishop David Oyedepo says that he, he takes one day out of the week to think. He doesn't pray on that day. He thinks. He just sits down somewhere and thinks. Mm, do you understand it? 
I don't understand what I'm saying. If you understand it, like it's a thinking day, maybe like Thursday or something. Thursday is a thinking day. He goes to find some tree or some place that has natural, like a natural, maybe beds are, beds are chirping, the trees or flowers or whatever. He just sits down there with his notebook and his pen and he's just thinking once every week. Eh? Ghana is the way it is because they know that human beings are not thinking. We don't have thinking human beings in Ghana, that's why. He's <laughs> agree with me. <laughs> you see, that's why, that's why the, the discussion Reverend Adams wants to have with you guys, for me, is very important. I think that we can begin to, we can begin, we can start the change from here. And if you guys who are here, who, if you guys who are here can begin to get the selection of your schools and your courses right from now and to begin to change your mind about what other professions represent, then we are going somewhere in the future because you are like 15 years from now or 10 years from now, the future of whatever profession is there, whether it's medicine or engineering or whatever it is, you are 5 years or 10 years, the future is here. And if we can begin to rearrange how you see the other people who work, because the fact, the fact also is that it is true. I mean, you know, I have been at tech before. I've been here in this school when they said that Tewu was going on strike. You have to close down the school. If you know who Tewu is, Tewu is Tertiary Education Workers Union. They are the laborers who mow the who uh, who lo- what am I saying? Who mow the lawns? Hey, <laughs> who mow the lawns? Who scrub the, the bathrooms? The bathrooms are not done by students. We don't students don't scrub bathrooms. They are done by people, and they are the people who clean the offices. You know, they mop the the offices, uh, whatever. These, these are people, you, you pass by them. I mean, if you're a student here, you pass by Tewu workers all the time. You may not necessarily regard them. But when Tewu goes on strike, the university closes down. We actually close down. We cannot, we cannot, the school cannot run when the laborers go on strike. And I've been, I've been in school before when Tewu went on strike. We have to close down. You close, you, the toilet will be full. <laughs> you know, you, you can't pass here. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not a joke. It means no office will be clean. The business office will be clean. No, I mean there's nothing going on. The grass will grow. Nobody will mow. What? It's not busy. And what happens also is that they are the ones because they, they are the ones who clean the place. They are the ones who have the keys to the offices. So when they don't come to work, all the offices are locked. <laughs> yeah, we have to close. We, so when they will go, so you say, oh, is they will, I mean, LeBron, or they will get a get away. What the what the what the bed? <laughs> Oh, okay, no problem. <laughs> no problem. You see, but, but the change begins when you understand, I am an engineer, and he is a cleaner. But my work and his work together makes the university run. So you respect him. When you see me greet him. I mean, I was in Tamale. When I was in Tamale, we had, I mean, in the labs where, we, where I worked, we had oddlies. A fan- fantastic relationship that we had. The guys who, clean, who used to wash our bottles and clean, clean our, our tables and things like that. We had a fantastic... Both as the workers and the guys who fantastic relationship, fantastic like we're almost like family. There's no difference. See the guy, his work is to be cleaning. He be cleaning the whole time, and we are also here working. You know, he makes a joke. We all are happy. Do you understand? That's how it's supposed to be. But when they start to teach you that a science student is superior to a visual art student, then you begin to begin to disrespect them and to demean them. 
You get it. Uh-huh. And then in, later on in the future, you don't even understand that you will need a visual art student later on in life to make what you are doing work. Because many engineering projects require design. Oh? Yes, you have to design it. Who will design it for you? <laughs> There's this advert on TV when um, a certain carpenter is working and his son is on his laptop, on his iPad, and he's, he's drawing something. Then the father calls the son, come, go, let's go for you or something. So, won't you come and, it's a lifting advert. Won't you come and help me? So, Dad, I just, I want to draw. Come and work, you say you are drawing. We are making tables and chairs. What is drawing? So the mother brings their lips in. They drink, drink. Ah. Then when they finish, okay, bring the drink, let me see what they're doing. They're not knowing that the son was drawing how the chairs look like. Future version. Which would have sold better than what his father was already making. But then he understood that, ah, this drawing boy and my carpentry work, Charlie, we're actually working together. Like, he didn't know. You get what I mean? Alright, so... Alright, so, topical Bible study. Let's go into it. How to have a topical Bible study, or steps to having topical Bible study. Okay, now remember I told you that here, we are dealing with topics. And so, you choose the topic you want to learn about, or you want to study, and then you, and begin, you begin to work on it. Is that okay? I have a study I have, uh, I have, I have done on grace. And it was, it didn't, I didn't take one day to do it. It took me years, actually. So I do it. I come back. When I hear something about it, when I hear somebody preaching about grace and say something I don't have in my notes, I come back and look at the verses and add it to my notes. So the notes have been, grown, have been growing. Very nice um, um, study on grace. One day I'll share it with you. Okay, so step one, define the topic using a very good dictionary. Example, Oxford or Webster. Define the topic using a very good dictionary. Define the topic using a very good dictionary. Okay, example, Oxford or Webster's, Webster's or any other dictionary that's good. Full stop. Any topic can be chosen. Chosen. Any topic can be chosen. For example, have you, uh, Docas, have you talked to Sami? Okay, so are you singing? Fantastic. Any topic can be, can be chosen. For example, patience, zeal, or love. Or anything. Or sex. Those of you who like that subject so much. <laughs> I don't know why it's so important to you, but <laughs> forgiveness, anger, anything, any topic at all. So many topics. Are you here? Fantastic. Where is Isaac? Okay, it's working. <laughs> ah, why are you laughing? He's sleeping. Oh, what a shock. But he's not, he doesn't look like he's sleeping to me. No, I don't mind them. Okay, have we, have we got it? Have we got it? So, the first step is to define. So, I'm saying, I want to do a study on love. And, and I think, I think since, since you girls like love so much, you should do a study on love. You girls. Girls like. And boys to like love. Huh? The boys to like the love. Huh? Not as much as the girls. So, what do you like? What do boys like? Money. What? They like what? Ball. <laughs> but girls like love. 
Yeah, what a yellow. Attention. But the love is not the attention is not part of the love now. Do you know that? Do you know some years ago? Eh, well, I think I think oh yeah, some years ago before I came to Kumasi, my favorite topic to preach about was love. If you start talking about love, not Charlie, I, I will just I had the verses and the, the oh Charlie, I could go into it, but now now I don't talk about love anymore. But it was my theme, pa. Because I felt that, well, even even now it still is. It's just that I don't, I don't, I don't talk about it that much. Because love is not, love is becoming more and more scarce. Not it? Like proper love is becoming scarce. Has, has become scarce already. <laughs> I will mean, I will mean. But but I'll tell you something. Yes, because of telling telling novellas. But I'll tell you something. Love is. There's a, somebody has a song. Love is such a beautiful thing. That is, yes, it's a song like that. Love is such a beautiful thing. You know it. <laughs> Love is a beautiful thing. Let's not go into it, but I like it. Look, Charlie, you can't be here without love. Oh. Who won't be here? Who won't be here? The only thing which was powerful enough to kill God was love. In the understand it. Yes. There was no, no knife, no sword, no poison. The only thing that was strong enough to put God to death. Put God to death. Do you understand? Like, if, like, how do I kill God? I want to kill God. How do I kill Him? Yeah. It's just love. It's just love. <laughs> love killed Him. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? Yes. He was so in love. He was so in, he was so in love. That he didn't mind dying. That's why if you are born again and you and you treat it like it means nothing, you are doing something very very bad, very 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 bad. I mean, God will not be very happy with you. Will not be happy with you at all, because his his love. When you you people say I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm, in, I'm madly in love. When God was madly in love, when God was madly in love, it cost him his life. <laughs> all I'm saying is not true. Very very deep. It's a very deep thing I'm telling you. Yes. And you see, and it's very funny when these days, when we, when we say we love God, we don't want to scratch our bodies even for Him. It's a very, very, very funny, strange thing. Meanwhile, telling, meanwhile, the boys are telling the girls, "I will cross the oceans for you. I will go and bring you the moon." It's a, it's a song. It's a love song. I will cross the oceans for you. I will go and bring you the moon. I will be your hero, your son. Something like that they say. Yeah, your hero, your son. You know it. You know that song. It's a very old song. Have you heard it before? Uh, you give your father's car. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. So if you're a girl, if you're a girl and a boy tells you that he'll give you his father's car, and you believe I'm not a fool. Yeah, took palm. But the thing is that girls believe such things too. I don't know why. You don't believe such things. Hey, when the when you are standing by the wall and the boy has done this, he's the, and then he has brought his voice down. Is that is that there's a way they pose? Is he just you know? If I go, so what what what? 
What, what new, what new rap sign system nowadays? What's rap sign system nowadays? Which ones are, which ones are, which ones are working? Oh, please help me to preach. I'm, I'm Social media. But what are they telling you? I want to know some of the raps that are working. Because media, as far as I know, in my time, those ones worked. Yes, I know that, I, that one. But I don't know. Now, is this is passcode, yeah. What is working nowadays? Eh? What is working? Princess? I know you're not, you're saying rubbish, nonsense to them, but still they are telling you, so tell us some. <laughs> tell us some. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, define the, the word. Use your Bible and define the word. Okay. Number two. Use your dictionary. Number, have I said number two already? No, 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 no. The second one is part of, it's part of uh, number one. Number two, look for all the verses that refer to the topic. Look for all the verses. That, who is typing the thing? Is it on remote control or something? <laughs> look for all the verses that refer to the topic and read them aloud. Okay, so do you understand this one? So this one, you see, hmm. this one, eh, it will be hard to do it with only your Bible. This one, you by all means need a concordance or a smartphone or a tablet. The one I've prayed for you to get, you know, when it comes, you can do this one. You get it. Number three, study all, the, all these verses microscopically. Study all these verses microscopically. Now, notice, notice that in number two, it says you should read the verses aloud. Read them out aloud. It's, very, it's a very important thing to do. Do you get it? Mm. Number four, find the following. Find the following. One, the why and why not of the topic. The why and why not of the topic. For example, why have patience? Or why not have patience? Number two, the how and how not of the topic. The how and how not of the topic. For example, how do you have patience? You get it. How do you have patience? Number three. The where and where not of the topic. For example, where do you practice love? Or where don't you practice love? You don't practice it. Eh? That's not proper love. Love that you don't practice it in front of your parents. You also about things are pure. Mm. Mm. Number four, the when and when not of the topic. For example, when should you be zealous? Or when should you not be zealous? The when and when not of the topic. 
Number five. The what and what not of the topic. For example, what is love? Or what are the things that are not love? Example, love is not sex. Sex is not love. Charlie, but let me tell you something. Let's put all jokes aside. Look, don't sleep with somebody that you're not married to. Yeah, I don't know how I should say it, but I will say it. Every time I get an opportunity, I will say it. Please. Please. Is, is the LCS boy still here? He's still here. I was going to say something, but it's, it's okay. You get a message, you get a message. Yes, I, I mean. I wanted, I wanted to say it well. Like what I was saying, say it well. But. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Look, if I'm sitting down here and come and tell me that some boy has impregnated you, I won't be happy with you. I won't be happy with you. Yeah, more, but I won't be happy with you. I will not be happy with you at all. Yeah, more, yeah, more, but. It won't be happy. won't be happy. So love is not sex, it's not love. You have that. Number number six. The who and who not of the topic. For example, who should you be patient with? Or who should you not be patient with? You get it. Alright. So do you see? So basically the questions we are answering are the why of the topic, the how of the topic, the where, the when, the what, and the who. And, and you find out that, well, not all the five, um, one, two, three, four, five, six, not all the six will apply to every topic that you are, well, I mean, yes, but mostly. So you're always asking the questions you're asking are the what, the where, the when, the who, and the how. Those are the questions you ask. Is it okay? Is it okay? Okay, so these are important questions. When we do them, when we do it tomorrow, these are the questions you'll be asking. Okay, and then so we're going going back to continue, um, what we were to the list. So this is number this is under number four. So number five, look for types of the topic. Types. Look for types of the topic. For example, what are the types of love? Okay, so we have filio, agape, eros. What is he? Uh, what is that? Yeah. So yes, all these kinds of things. Those are these are the types of the topic. So if it is grace, types of grace. If it is patience, types of patience. For some topics, it may not apply, but I mean, you can you can test it and see if it works. If not, then just just move on to number six. Number six. Look for examples of the topic. Okay, so for example, look for examples of patience in the Bible. Look for examples of zeal. And uh, something like zeal, example, an example of zeal is Jesus. I want to see somebody, is there anybody in the Bible who had this thing I'm, I'm studying? Who had patience? Who had zeal? Who had love? Then you, you, you list all of those people who are, who are examples of the thing you are trying to study. Is it okay? And then number seven, look for problems or mistakes. Related to the topic. What are the problems that come when you don't work in love? What problems do people have when they don't have patience? And so on. What happens when you practice love in front of your parents? 
So there are problems here. <laughs> what <are> problems? <laughs> okay, so do you understand this one? So this one is a, is a little different. But this one, you can, this one can take a very long time, depending on the resources you have. You know, the more resources you have, the better. One of the, one of the, one of the, uh, one of the very important Bibles you need for a study like this is called the Thompson Chain Reference Bible. That Bible is expensive. Even me when I bought it, it paid me when I bought it. It's like, <laughs> I mean, the one I bought online, the one I have on my tablet. Yes, it was the one I. You see, the the price of the one on the tablet is like the one in the bookshop. I tell you. <laughs> Yeah, I've been trying to buy Dix. Not a joke. The Dix Bible costs fifty dollars, so I've been waiting. When there's like Easter sales or Christmas sales, the price will come down. They reduce the price of everything except Dix. They don't reduce the price of Dix. <laughs> they just keep it there. That's where it is. If you don't have fifty dollars, don't come. Fifty dollars is how much? It's almost two hundred and fifty Ghana cedis on my tablet. Meanwhile, I have, I have, I have Dix at home. I have a Dix Bible at home. I think I have two Dix Bibles at home, or one. Okay, it's one. You see, so I'm trying to buy one to put on my on my thing. It's not easy. Fifty dollars is money, oh, money. <laughs> one day I'll buy it. One day, one day. Because the Dix Bible is also another. I mean, so what? what so this is this. If you can buy a Dix Bible, if you can try, Charlie. In those days, when I when I became a shepherd in the church, you know, it was a requirement for shepherds to have a Dix Bible and. When you have been able to, because, because it was expensive, when you have been able to buy it, it's like an achievement. We carry it to church. The Bible is big, oh. But Charlie, you want your fellow shepherds to know that, Charlie, what to? What are they, you know? <laughs> if, but when it's easy, Charlie, what, you bought it. Yes, I bought it. I'm just of you. <laughs> Not nowadays, you who don't know even what, what a Dick's Bible is. Well, sort of. But, but a Dick's Bible is very resourceful. So what, what it is that a Dick's Bible has in it um, um, a lot of notes, a lot of notes. I mean, you you can have fantastic Bible study with just one Dix Bible. A lot, lot of notes. Greek and Hebrew words are put interspersed in between. You know, sometimes it even gives you like a background. So, like for example, if you read the story of when the woman walked from the back, from the through the crowd to touch Jesus, the hem of Jesus' garment, you remember that story. The woman with the issue of blood, and, it, and she touched the garment, and then she said, "If I could just touch his garment, I'll be healed." In the Dix Bible, may give you a background, like the Jewish cultural reason why she felt that if she touched the hem, she be. She knew something. She knew something based on their Jewish, um, Jewish teachings. And Dix will give you a background. Dix goes into the background of things. Charlie, when you Dix, eh? oh man, when you have it, Charlie, you be, you you. Hey, when you're having. You you don't use any Bible again to have quiet time. That one pair you use. You'll be you'll be happy, keke. You'll be happy. You'll just be happy. I mean, if there's something about the person in the story, this will give you side notes and give you different, different, different. different. You, you get backgrounds. It's very nice. So buy one. What do you think? <laughs> they they have some of the challenge bookshop. I'm not sure how much it costs, but I think it's somewhere around 200 cities or 150 cities or something. Don't say it's too expensive. Don't say that. Buy one. You see, it's better than buying uh, a uh, Jordan Jordan boots. It's better than buying Jordan uh, Jordan boots. Oh, I should say what I'm saying. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. So this is these are the steps we're going to follow tomorrow morning. 
um, when we come in the morning, we're going to we're going to spend um, the first after the quiet time, after sharing quiet time, we'll spend the first part of our morning um, following this thing. To and the topic we are having our study on, I can give it to you so that you can sleep on it. Okay, so our topic for our topical Bible study um, for this camp will be love. Yeah, I think that. I think that it's one of the things, it's, one of, it's a very, very important thing which we have, which is missing among you guys. And you all have various understanding of what love is. Love is not what you think it is. So do a Bible study on it and understand what it is. This is a good idea. So by the time we are all living this camp, we now have a clear mind what love is and what love is not. Because it says the what and what's not of the topic. What is love and what, what is not love. Will know what is not love. Are you with me? Kissing some boy in a, in in some bush by your house is not love, <laughs> huh? Or or what I'm saying is true? Or is not true? You know you know something that you come to find out. Eh? I I am married, and and one of the things that I have learned is what a very a very important thing I've learned is any any relationship that you build. That is not built on God's kind of love. It's like building your house on sand. And what happens is that when the storms come and the winds blow, the house falls down and it's to the ground. It, it doesn't stand. Because, Charlie, when you marry somebody, eh, you have taken a stranger to go and stay in your house. And there is no guarantee that you like everything about the person. So, Charlie... Every day we have issues. <laughs> Every day we have issues. But you see, the thing that makes you able to stay with one person for 40 years, 50 years, is the, is the God's kind of love. You see, the, what is love itself? What we are saying, what love is and what is not love is not. What love is, by God's standards, that kind of love is what makes two people who come from different places, raised by two different people, different cultural settings and backgrounds, stay together in peace and not kill each other. For 40 years. <laughs> don't, don't stab each other. <laughs> don't stab each other. <laughs> yeah, it must be something very powerful that makes two, two people <laughs> from different... All of them, it doesn't make sense to you, eh? You see, you see, you see, you see, people, eh? you see when the boy has come looking fine, you know, you know, you know the boys look fine, they have shaped their heads on fine, you know, some of the boys are even bleaching so that they can, their skin color can change. Uh-huh. Then, you know, they come with the wraps, you know, with the, their, their, their skinny jeans and their Jordan 13 and, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then, and then you are here saying, and then when the boy says, oh, look, you are my queen. You are my African queen. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Do you, do you see, you see, you see, what, what happens, I hear, what happens is that you, you're somehow, I don't know how, but I think it's the hormones. You, you feel that, look, this guy, if I marry him eh, and we stay, every day is love. We won't fight. We won't, how? The way I'm in love with him, how can we fight? What? I mean, we cannot fight. It's not possible. Huh. Eh. <laughs> Some people, they started from the wedding night. And they take it into honeymoon. I tell you. 
Some people have gone on honeymoon. When they're coming back, they are separating. It's true. You see, all your dreams, all your dreams just finished. All these telenovelas. Look, those things that you see, Miguel and this thing, <laughs> Fernando or Fernandez or all these people doing. You know what I mean? No, it's not real. They have been told. They have been told. It has been written down. Then they say, cut. Then they say, action. They tell them what to say and what to do. You get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? That thing, don't believe it. <laughs> don't believe it. Ask a real human being who is married to a real human being to tell you how it is like. Not those ones you are seeing on TV. Those are not real human beings on the TV. No, 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 no. So oh, she'll, he'll come back from work. He'll give me a kiss. When he's going to work, he'll give me a kiss. Then when he's coming back from work, he'll bring me flowers and bring me some chocolates. They'll give me a kiss again. Then, <laughs> oh man! And you see, that's that's it. You have filled your head with this rubbish. <laughs> we are forgotten that the reality is that this guy, he was brought up in a different family. The things they believe in, the things his father believes. In fact, the the, the thing, the thing, the guy's background, the the factors that affect the guy's background go as far back as great great grandfather. You know what I mean? <laughs> so all of that, all of those things, they affect how the person himself turns turns out. You know, when when Jesus, when 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 we are saved, okay, I I with me. We'll close very soon. Well, I shall have closed. When we are saved, <laughs> when we are saved, when, when we are saved, and when we allow the Holy Spirit to work on us, He He does a lot of changes, such that our original sometimes it's difficult to recognize who we originally were. But many people don't allow the Holy Spirit to change them. So they come just the way they are, when they are with their raw, raw natures. And a person's raw nature, hey, I don't know. I mean, you see somebody, he says, the truth is that the person you are marrying is a stranger. You don't know him. You think you know him, but you don't. 30 years after you have married him, you will see that you don't know him. You will be wondering, ah, who is this person? After now, I don't know who you are. Anyway, that is where now the question we are asking is what are the types of love? So we have agape, we have filio, we have eros. But now, now which one is it? The, the one which makes the relationship stand, even, in the, even when I feel like taking a knife and stabbing you. You see what you are doing, what you just did. My real feeling I want is to stab you, but. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying, you don't understand it. Yes. What what makes him not stab you? It's it's something. It's a it's a very high power. Why are you laughing? <laughs> eh? What's the joke? You know, it's 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 a very it's a high power. Are you with me? So so, be, be careful. Don't believe all these things. Me, Grammy, and my beloved car way. I was writing poems for her to this thing. Uh, we, uh, we have stopped. <laughs> now, wow. <laughs> Only raps. Eh? The poems, no. Obama, how do you call the poems? Obama. Anyway, but, 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 I mean, so we are finished. I'm finished. Okay, so tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning, when we, when we finish, when we come, we'll have, so you have quiet time. We are closing now. What time are they waking up?
Five. Okay, so we talk about five. Please, please pay, see, pay attention now. Me, I can talk from tomorrow morning, seven o'clock to midnight. If you like, try it. Those of you who know me, know me. We only understand our buy, as I say. But yes, I just have to get water to drink. And now, by the grace of God, I have Hannah. Hannah will be supplying the water. When she supplies the water, I'll be drinking it. I'll just be talking. I'll drink it. And I'll talk. I'll I don't even have to eat. I don't have to eat. I'll just drink the water and, and be talking. I'll be, so, when I say something, please follow it. So, tomorrow morning, we'll wake up at 5. When you wake up, you will not take your bath. Take your time. Take your time. <laughs> you will not take your bath. You come. You, you brush your teeth. Okay, you brush your teeth. And if if you see that some smell is coming, you can um, neutralize it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just neutralize it and then and then come. Then we'll come here. So five. Wake up at five, and then brush your teeth. We'll give you like some few minutes. So by five, five. What time? Five fifteen. Five twenty. They should brush their teeth and everything. Uh huh. Yes, great. So brush your teeth and have your quiet time. Okay, in your room. Everybody, once everybody's having quiet time, I'm hoping the room will be quiet and there'll be no talking because you're all having quiet time. So you have quiet time. Now, now tomorrow's quiet time must be different from the ones you have had previously because I've taught, taught you a, a bit more than you, you knew before. Remember, a very important step is to think soberly and reflect. And I give you keys to meditation. Read the passage slowly. When a word strikes, you stop at it and think about it. But just try and do that, okay? So that when you come and you are sharing your quiet time, it has some substance in it. I with me. Don't come and repeat to the verse. That we don't want to hear that one. Okay, so 5.40, we'll come to the room here. And then we'll share the quiet time up to 6 o'clock. Then 6 o'clock, we'll, we'll pray. We'll pray for some time. And then, and then I'll come at 7. Okay. So when I come at 7, we'll break into our groups. And then we'll do the Bible study for one hour again. And then at 8 o'clock, we'll have breakfast. Okay, so we'll go and have breakfast. At 8 o'clock, have breakfast. Then at 8.30, we'll come back and, and go over there. What, what we discussed. Is that, is that okay? Is there a good plan? There is a plan, a good plan. Okay, so we'll go over, and we'll go over that at 8.30. So get, so get it. Wake up at 5. Have quiet time. Brush your teeth. Have a quiet time until 5.40. 5.40, you are in the, in the hall. 5.40 to 6 o'clock, we are sharing our quiet times. 6 o'clock, we spend some time praying and worshipping. And then 7 o'clock, I come. When I come, we break into our groups and go and have topical Bible study for one hour. And, account, and then we, from the top, topical Bible study, straight to um, breakfast. Then we come back here into the room, into the hall at 8.30. Is that okay? Then we go over the topical Bible study, the things we learned what love is, what love is not, so that the girls can be convinced that what they think is love is not love. And then, and then we'll continue. Is it a good idea? Is it a good idea? But I have a certain feeling that we're going, we are only going to talk, talk about Bible study before they come close. I'm surprised that. Because I want to talk about, uh, we're now doing what? Can't you, can't you read the Bible a little bit more? We're going to do, can't you pray just a little bit more? And we're going to do, can't you... Something else, a little bit more. <laughs> Can something else, a little bit more? You know, I have four, four things, four questions that I'm asking. But I don't think we can do that all before we are leaving this place. But whatever God gives us, we'll take it. How many of you have been blessed so far already? 
Yeah, even by the microscopic Bible study 